0: Hello and welcome to the 31st episode of Fresh Off The Reel. My name's Lib. My name is Pat from the future. And today we're talking about one of my favorite movies of all time, Back to the Future, from 1985, directed by Robert Zemeckis. You know the one. It's, uh, you know, it's got incest in it, like Pat pointed out last episode, for some reason.
1: Listen, you're the one with the taste, okay? You have two... All I'm saying is... Two of your favorite movies just happen to include incest. You could make what you
0: will with that information. You could make an argument with Star Wars. It doesn't really have it.
1: Uh I don't know about that one, Chief. It's because Luke didn't know. It doesn't change much. Well, like they didn't do anything in the first. Oh yeah, she kissed him. <laughs> it's it's not really the only time something happened. It's only in the first one. What do you mean?
0: No, in the in the in the in the second one, she they kiss on the lips. Isn't that not in A New Hope? How no, long it, has it been? In A New Hope, in A New Hope, they kiss on the cheek. We watched A New Hope in May. Like,
1: yeah, man, I, my brain is not working clearly. <laughs> clearly, I need to rewatch Empire Strikes Back.
0: Yeah, you do. Be- also, because it's a
1: masterpiece, and because there's literally a poster of it on my wall behind me, and I don't remember scenes from it, so there's a problem. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then and Han Solo gets
1: really mad because she's like, "Whoa!" I th-, he's like, "Whoa!" I thought she liked me, not you. It's okay. Han-, Han gets her in the end. Also, they're siblings, but Han gets her in the end.
0: Yeah. Anyways, this is a weird, ta- is a weird tangent. Well, let's uh, we're right at the beginning of the episode, let's do it. So we're gonna talk cinema here because this is actually like in my top ten favorite movies of all time. If I'm gonna, I'll get you the exact number real quick. But, I believe it's number seven
1: if I just go right here it is also one of my favorite movies. I think generally speaking, most people love this movie, and I don't really hear a lot of negativity towards this one. It's pretty good. it's number five. I undershot
0: but anyways we we're, we're we're getting we've done three reviews now of my favorite movies. We've done everything ever all at once in La La Land. Now we did back to the future. We might do some more. Oh no, we didn't do that yet. I was about to say one, but that's ooh, we didn't do that yet. Yeah, there we go.
1: <laughs> Potential spoiler averted.
0: Let's uh read the synopsis here. This is from Letterboxd. This is from Letterboxd. Okay, here we go. He's the only kid ever to get into trouble before he was born. Is that actually the tagline? I've never fucking heard that, that before.
1: That's actually that's actually like a pretty good tagline. Yeah,
0: I've never heard that before.
1: Okay, here I've we go. I've never heard that Never heard that before but I kind of like it.
0: Yeah. 80s teen teenage, 80s teenager Marty McFly is accidentally sent back in time to 1955 and inadvertently inadvertently disturbing his parents first meeting and attracting his mother's romantic interest, Marty must repair the damage to help with uh, wait Repair the damage. I I skipped a line. Repair the damage to history by rekindling his per- parents' romance, and with the help of his eccentric inventor friend Doc Brown, return to
1: 1985. You no, know, it's kind of like, i totally a it from John Mulaney. But it's really weird that he's just friends with this this doctor, this yeah, scientist. They never explain, how they, explain how, they, how they met. It's not how they met. You you could argue that like because time travel, they're friends, right? But like that that we the time travel like maybe Marty was was always meant to go back in time right because of the rules of time travel. So like he and 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 Doc Brown are friends because Marty met with him 30 years in the present when they were closer in age. So when they met when they're supposed to meet Doc Brown was like, "Oh yeah, I know this kid. Let's let's we're, we're friends now." I don't know, maybe that's it. I don't know.
0: Maybe that's it. But like he is a doctor. Maybe he was like
1: his teacher or something. Maybe. I don't know. It's just weird that they never like call Eddie a dead at all. You're, you're supposed to accept that the 16 year old is friends with a mad scientist. Year, yeah. Mad 80 year old scientist. <laughs> who's actually like actually insane. And like the, actually a little, a little crazy. He is, he is pr- very much insane. <laughs> I mean, he spent his whole uh, life trying to build a time ma- machine that he wasn't even sure would work but maybe he wanted to build a time machine because Marty went back in time with it and he made it work and it looped. loop and did a loop. Multiverse theory is a lie. We just, Marty is stuck in an infinite loop.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, the movie kind of proves it. And and even the, because he goes back slightly before he originally goes back in time, so that would mean if the loop kept going, then five minutes before one Marty would show up, another one would show up. But five minutes before that, another one would show up and they would keep going forever, right? That's going to be in, in the reboot. Yeah, which really, which hopefully isn't happening. It'll be called Back to the Future 2, but with it's T-O-O. And it's about the it's other
1: enough. Marty McFly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Played by a different actor. <laughs> no, 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 it's CGI'd to make look younger. <laughs> because Hollywood likes to do that these days. Uh, be- before we get into the nitty-gritty, I
0: just wanted to mention that yes, we are doing Back to the Future 2 and 3. We're going to make this a trilogy much like the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy that we did, but not as close together. We're not doing all three episodes one after yeah. another. We're, we're, get- we're going to spread this out like what we what were supposed to do with the Cornetto trilogy, but we've only done one of them still.
1: Yep, and it's been a long time. It has <laughs> been a weird. really long time. We will be back with uh, the next Cornetto movie at some point.
0: Yeah, at, at some point. Actually, today we even per- pushed it further back. So,
1: <laughs> Who knows when we're talking about the world uh, in Hot Fuzz. We'll
0: never know. It's, every time we're like, all right, next week we're talking about Hot Fuzz. Oh, looks like Lightyear comes out. All right, we're going to do that first. Oh, now Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, something else. Anyways. One day. What, yeah, one day we'll talk about it. Who knows when? Just though.
1: like just like one day Marty arrived back in nineteen eighty five and Channing gets ensued. That's a segue. That's a segue to what this movie is about, which is a
0: teenager who I he okay, it's in, he's he doesn't I don't know if he has sex with his mother. <laughs> he doesn't. He does not he does not yeah.
1: have sex with his mother in this movie. It is made very clear that he does not have sex with his mother. It's made very his mother, clear
0: that he does not want to have sex with his mother, but no, his mother, no, he, she found he him does on the not. street. She found him on the street and then put him in her bed naked.
1: Why was he naked? Let's. How about we, uh, we, we, not get into the implications of that scene. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because earlier in the movie, uh, like in 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 Marty's timeline, Marty's talking to his parents. Cause his his dad is like a huge wimp who's getting bullied by his high school bully, but like as an adult.
0: Yeah, still as an adult. Which is
1: only only a thing in movies, by the way. The eighties were wild. Yeah, no, I Um, yeah, like this
0: doesn't fucking happen. Like I met I met one of my elementary school bullies like accidentally
1: at work a couple weeks ago. Cool guy, actually. Like this man was getting like bullied, like picked on, like a child by his his. His high school bully. Yeah. <laughs> um. And, and, and like there's like a um a comment made by by the mother, who's like, oh, I only I only married your father because um he pushed me out of the way of a, a car and saved my life, and, and like he got hit, so I felt bad for him and we, we fell in love with an asterix.
0: Yeah, that's how they met, and that's how they that's how they met. Asterix fell in love because in Marty's original timeline, they they're not really in love. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Like he, 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 she loves him because he's something she could look after. I guess. Yeah, like it's pity. It's it's pity, really. And they had three um, kids so for some reason. They had three kids for some reason. But um, when Marty goes back in time, and he he saves her instead. Well, well, he save he saves him. Yeah, he, he from...
0: sa- yeah, because what he was actually doing was uh he he was being uh, what are they called? Uh, a peeping tom. A peeping tom. He was. I why did I forget that? He was being a peep. He was spying on his future wife undressing, and then he fell out of the tree and landed in the fucking street, and that's that's how he almost got run over. But it, but this time instead of instead of uh, I think it was what's her name lorraine is that is that yeah
1: lorraine instead of i, I was it's lorraine but i was thinking loretta this whole time yeah L- loretta No, so he, he he gets hit by the car in the original timeline yeah but this time marty pushed him out of the way and marty gets run over yeah Uh-oh. so L- lorraine pities him instead and and she's she really wants her uh son <laughs> I, was <laughs> <right now. laughs> I was really trying to come up with like a joke like, like like a funny segue or something but nope like just straight up she uh, she wants to plow her son Oh, <laughs> um, she doesn't know she's not even yeah 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 she doesn't know but <laughs> man he fully. does he knows and he is not interested but they she almost kisses him it's weird. Yeah. yeah, that that's the setup for this movie. By the way, yeah, that's so the setup. Doc, Doc Brown creates time travel because he's bored out of a out of a, out of a DMC Delorean. <laughs> yeah, because he's bored and because he accidentally drew something as a child that kind of inspired him to create time travel. <laughs> so he creates time travel. There's like uh, the Swedish mafia or something there's like some some yeah, gang the Swedish mafia <laughs> who like who sold him plutonium and kill him, which leads Marty to accidentally go back in time and causing himself to not exist, so he has to spend the rest of the movie trying to get his parents to fall in love so that he can exist, and then he makes it so that. A white man wrote Johnny be good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you're just now you're just stealing the John Mulaney joke. That that was the
1: John Mulaney joke. Yeah. The, he... <laughs> the rest of that was genuine. You could have pulled it off. <laughs> this movie is weird. This movie is weird. This movie is weird,
0: and I love
1: it. It's it's it's, it's I mean, five really out fun. of five. Honestly, like it's 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 a really fun time. It, like this uh, this movie has like. A lot of charm that the other two sequels just don't have. Yeah, and uh, it's they they really go all the way with this wacky concept. It's it's it's, it's really cool when you just don't think about it too hard. I because this just... this this movie gets worse the more you think about it, but like you're not <laughs> you're not really supposed to think about it. You just you turn your brain
0: off. You remember it came out in 1985, and then you watch it. This is this is a weird movie for the
1: 80s too, because like it is, yeah. Like like you wouldn't, you wouldn't think. I mean, I, I wasn't there, right? But I, you wouldn't think people in the '80s, especially like this. Is, this is supposed to be like a family movie, right?
0: Yeah, it, it's like, it, you know,
1: it, it's it's supposed to be like a a family movie,
0: but it's about it's yeah. like a it's a sci-fi movie, and and in the '80s yeah. that wasn't uh, well. I mean, in, yeah, in, in, you, Star Wars popularized it, but it it wasn't it still wasn't a big thing. Like it, if liking liking comic books and liking Star Wars was still like nerd, you stupid, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, but like, you also wouldn't think that parents would take their kids to to see something with a story like this. Like, but, but it did really well. It, it's a... I'm, I'm gonna
0: take a quote from some guy that I found on Letterboxd. His name's Matt, Matt Lynch on Letterboxd wrote this. This movie is so
1: structurally perfect that it might have ruined movies. <laughs> it's true though. This movie, like structurally, is perfect. Everything flows together so well. And just before we move on, and we're talking about stealing things, is I was about to say something, and then I realized, like, I'm not even thinking that I was stealing another John Mulaney joke about this movie. Go ahead. But I was going to say, like, it's not like Marty's cool either, right? (laughs) Like, Marty's kind of a loser. Why does he wear this red vest everywhere? So, like, (laughs) kids, like... Would probably wouldn't get behind him, like you'd think if they were doing a movie like this, he'd be more of like a Ferris Bueller type character, right? But he's not. He's a he's a huge loser. I and don't... I guess it's supposed to be like the similarities to like his father, right? Because like Marty is basically like the eighties equivalent to his like his sixties like father or fifties father. It's just like the like how the dynamic kind of evolved throughout time. Marty is kind of a loser, but yeah. he's a, he's a loser for different reasons than his father was. <laughs> But yeah, you'd think with a with a story like this, they'd make the main character really like cool and like and like charming and and whatever, but he's really not <laughs> yeah you don't even wear sunglasses <laughs> like this movie, but with a Ferris Bueller type that's the joke I was going to steal from John Mulaney, by the way, which is the Ferris Bueller comparison yeah if Marty was more like Ferris Bueller, this movie would be completely different, but i I don't even know if it'd still be good i think I think Marty being who he is, makes the movie what it's supposed to be, right.
0: Yeah, in the movie, okay. he ha- he has a he has a girlfriend in in the movie, but uh, it, if if he if he didn't have that girlfriend, he'd be one hundred percent straight up wimp, just like his father.
1: Yeah, honestly, I'm like, surprised like he even he, has a girlfriend. It's like he he Marty's like the the dorky kid who wants to be popular, kind of right. I mean, he, he, like, he mentions like Star Wars in the movie. He watches Star Wars. Yeah, but like <laughs> he he he, he watches Star Wars, which like in at the time. If you watch Star Wars, you were a, you were a huge nerd, right? And and Marty kind of kind of looks and acts like someone who read comic books in the eighties. <laughs> so like,
0: I think there is comic books in his room. If uh, if we ever there see there, his room, there probably is.
1: If you, you, you see his room at the beginning, but he's he's also he's a big music head. So maybe he's he's like he wants to be cool and he has cool interests, but he's kind of a huge dork like his father.
0: Yeah, and you know uh, at at the. The beginning of this movie, because we we're we we're talking about how structurally perfect it, the beginning of this movie is, just so absolutely perfect in every yeah, way. Like the the, the, it, the it, right like right before they go to the parking lot and start doing all the the time travel stuff, like all the setup with we see his family and like his father's a wimp. He's still getting bullied by Biff the 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 bully, and his his wife's like. Like she
1: doesn't really care anymore, you know? She's like she's like just a drunk chain smoking. She doesn't care anymore. Or she doesn't she doesn't seem to care about her kids either. Yeah,
0: and and like, uh, and Marty's brother and sister are both like washed up people. Yeah,
1: like they're they're like a washed up family of, of this in general, right? Who are, like none of them are happy except like Marty's trying to find happiness in his life. Whereas everyone else has kinda kinda given up. And we like the, the mother tells the story
0: of like how the father, like how her and the father met. I keep forgetting, uh, George, my god, he's like the main character, and like <laughs> okay, like how Lorraine and George met with the car crash that we were talking about earlier. And it's like it's such an amazing scene, just like putting building the blocks. And then they all get toppled down because after
1: the ending everything changes but we'll get to that the The setup for this movie is just genuinely perfect like i i can't think of another movie that like whose intro is as strong as this one and it stays consistent throughout the entire movie there, there isn't like a single beat to this song haha <laughs> it's, a, it's just a joke yeah that like that like that like feels off right like everything flows together perfectly there isn't anything you could cut there isn't anything you would add it's just it's all it's all held together perfectly it's it's great to see yeah and the, the, just, no, the just one don't thing see like it's
0: it's the one the one thing that throws everything off is that fucking swedish mafia just, they just come yeah, out that's, of that's nowhere
1: so that's such a weird thing. But like it but like it's it it adds like urgency to the end of the movie because like when the movie is wrapping up, or at least the, the time travel subplot is is wrapping up. Marty's like, oh shit, right. <laughs> Doc Brown's dead. Yeah. I have to go save <laughs> let's, him. Let's try to save him. And like that kinda hits you with like like it kinda hits you like whiplash, but but it's it's it it's weird, but like it, it weirdly fits. Like I feel like it's like yeah, I'm I on saw board.
0: People, people were like Instead of the Swedish mafia, just have like the government try to come kill him, but then it's like but then but then there's no like uh there's no tying the knot after that because the government's obviously gonna have him on a hit list or something like that right so they're gonna keep yeah. trying to kill Doc Brown,
1: yeah, like the only way it could work is if it's something stupid like the Swedish mafia <laughs> it, it being as dumb as it is and like it, it kind of it works because the, the whole movie it, the, the whole movie is kind of dumb. Like, it, it's... The movie's intelligent. Like, the way it portrays time travel and the way it goes about dealing with problems and stuff is smart. But the movie in concept is kind of dumb. So, like, it having this weird plot point that, like, is really stupid kind of makes it work.
0: <laughs> like, on honestly, if this movie didn't have, like, a, 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 an S-tier fucking soundtrack, if it didn't have that, if it didn't have, like, a good editor or a director that's that's, like done this before it would have been on the same tier as like sharknado on how terrible it is like it, it just that's, take this exact story but from a director that doesn't know what he's doing that it, it's just if you if you look at it by its own like if, if we were like film purists and like movies that to be made like this you know like 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 uh really hardcore critics this movie would suck if we looked at it like
1: that. It would be like a one star because it'd be dumb and stupid. Yeah. I I think if this movie was ever like if this movie was done by anybody else, it wouldn't work as well. And if this movie was remade, I don't think they'd be able to capture the the charm of it. That's why the other two sequels just like don't work because the original concept is so like dumb
0: and and like
1: it, but that it can't even though there is like room for sequels, and obviously like, this this movie has sequel bait at the end, like there is room to grow, but because the concept is so like just dumb, and and the way they handle it is so like kind of stupid, like it's just if anyone else did it, and if it was anything more than just this one movie, it just wouldn't work as well. No, it that's wouldn't. why. Uh, that's why the other two movies aren't good. Yeah. Whoa, they're, they're, whoa, they're whoa! St- it's not that they're not good. They're still good. I, they're they're like the average at best.
0: Man, I still think the second one's like four stars. Uh, that's fine. I think
1: two is fine. I think three sucks. Yeah, I, I don't like three. <laughs> I don't think anyone likes three.
0: No, I I saw a video on YouTube that was uh, saying how three is the best one, and I was like, ah, that's
1: that's, that's not right. That's so I I, I watched
0: a video and he makes up he pull, brings up some good points, but because he was saying how the writers of Back to the Future always wanted to do this but a western and but they just didn't have the money for it like the Back to the Future 1 was supposed to be 3 to put it in perspective 1 um, was okay, supposed okay. to be 3 this was supposed to be okay. a western
1: it's been a weird western
0: yeah <laughs> like it was only after the western idea got turned down that the 1955 idea came up where he has to bring
1: his parents back together yeah, I'm surprised this was okay at all. If this if this was pitched to be a western, like there was no way this was getting off the ground.
0: Yeah, a western with a Delorean in it. And it, 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 and uh, uh, Back to the Three is no better. It has a flying train, but still.
1: <laughs> I, I I would have loved to uh to hear this pitch. Me too. Because because like, I think if this wasn't pitched as like a family movie, I'm trying to think of the like, a genre, but it's escaping me right now. But if this wasn't pitched as the family movie, I can't see any studio, like, be like, yeah, okay, let's do this. This is a weird, zany time travel movie. Yeah, it's, uh, like, like all, all the stars aligned for this one, I and mean, it's just a good movie. It is. It's.
0: It really paid off. It's, like, one of the best... Again, I keep saying it, but I, I just have to tell you, it's one of the best movies I have ever seen. The writing is so unbelievably perfect. The music is so fucking... Like it gets you, it makes you want to dance. That you it ever is, listen to "Power of Love"? That's yeah, this movie's song. known. I
1: was about to say this movie's known for "Power of Love" and, and Johnny B. Good." Um, great songs.
0: Well, I mean, this Power, "Johnny B. Good" wasn't written for this. "Power of
1: Love" was, but no, 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 no I know. But like, like they're the two famous songs from this movie. Yeah,
0: and I, I, I just want to take this time to rant for two seconds that the the Marty McFly cover for Johnny B. Good was on Spotify. But now it's gone. Uh, Put it back? Because that's a good cover. Thank you for, for that time to rant. Thank you.
1: <laughs> no. What do you mean, no? I think we said, like, after... Because we watched this movie together, by the way, for, for people listening. Yeah. Um, and after the movie, we said we were gonna... Because I've... Like, the only time I've heard that cover was was for the movie. I didn't even know it was, like, for the movie. I thought it was just a, another cover. I didn't know it was the actor singing,
0: right? Well, I don't, I don't think it's Michael J. Fox singing. I think it's somebody else. But that was on uh, on Spotify at a, at a point, but not anymore. Not yeah, but, anymore. Uh, we said
1: we were going to listen to it and uh, we didn't because we got distracted like usual. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, we'll listen to it after this
0: episode after we're done recording. If Unless we don't get distracted, we
1: get distracted <laughs>
0: because we have Obi wan to watch. Yeah, we got to watch Obi wan but. Uh, Moving on, let's talk about the story because we only touched the very beginning. We only we only touched up until he gets run over, almost run over. Well, he did get run over. God, fucking, I'm dumb, dumb. Okay, let's begin. So after Marty McFly is run run over by the car, Lorraine. Okay, that we're at the scene where Pat told me to shut up. <laughs> but this is a. Uh, I'm. I think she did have sex with him.
1: <laughs> I, I. I really hope not. I hope not, but I think she did. Like honestly, I feel. I feel like. I feel like if they did, they would have. I mean, maybe they didn't put any attention on it because because it's still they, a he, mother he, and, his, <laughs> and, and her. Son, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's still like some kind of self awareness from the scriptwriter's end, but like I feel like they did it. I don't, I don't know.
0: Well, I don't know, whatever. But uh, now now she's basically in love. She calls him Kelvin Klein for the rest of the movie because the, the company Kelvin Klein doesn't exist yet in 1955, but his underwear says it. So now she thinks his name is Kelvin Klein, which might mean that Marty McFly in the, in the second universe, Marty McFly is tied to the creation of
1: the Kelvin Klein company, maybe.
0: <laughs> or maybe
1: the company is never made because of the butterfly effect.
0: Oh yeah, maybe the company's never made.
1: And Marty's new present. There's no Calvin Klein underwear. What a tragedy! We'll
0: see, we'll see in the reboot.
1: <laughs> the hypothetical what a reboot tragedy.
0: So now, now the the movie becomes Marty has to get Lorraine and George to fall in love. And and at the beginning of the movie, the mom uh, Lorraine says that they fell in they fell in love. When they kissed at the dance, that uh, uh, at the, the at the prom or whatever it was, so now the whole movie is that he has to get them in love and to kiss at that dance, and the setup for that is so funny. I don't want to get into it because it's gonna spoil
1: like the whole movie. <laughs> so yeah, because that that's like the whole like second act of the movie is it's dedicated to to um Marty trying to get um his dad to ask his mom out to the prom.
0: Yeah and we get to yeah. we get to see Biff when he was young and how this bullying started. And yeah that that doesn't happen in real life. Like <laughs> That's, that's it, a fucking psychopathic in... fucking bully. Yeah, I, he, has, like, he has issues.
1: Like I'm sure bullying to the scale has 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 happened. Like kids kids can be pretty cruel. I just think it's really funny when we see it in these kind of movies. And especially funny when it's still happening in this man's like 40s.
0: Like we get it. George is a wimp, but can he not stand up for himself? I mean yes, he, I guess he's too scared to. But what? <laughs> this can't happen. <laughs> uh but anyways, it's just it's really funny to see past the 1955 version of Doc Brown, who's somehow even crazier than how he is in the in the future. Like the way the way Christopher Lloyd moves around and speaks it's amazing
1: this might be the performance of his career (laughs) i I definitely think it's the performance of his career like he's famous like this role this performance is famous it it goes beyond the movie's already big but this performance goes beyond the movie it really does like like, like everybody knows doc brown like if if you see the dark the doc brown like archetype character you you know what this is what it's referencing. Even if you haven't seen the movie for some reason, if if you see this character archetype, you know it's referencing Doc Brown. Or you know it's referencing Back to the Future.
0: Yeah, it's it's just uh it's referencing Christopher Lloyd playing Doc Brown. I mean there's even a... there's a I don't know if you've ever seen A Million Ways to Die in the West.
1: Unfortunately.
0: But there there's a cameo of Christopher Lloyd where he's playing Doc Brown. Uh, cause uh, the the Seth MacFarlane character forgot his name. He opens a barn and there's a Delorean in there and Doc Brown's in there, like, uh, uh, close the door, or something like that. It's a really funny cameo, but why is it in the movie? Who knows? But oh, that was actually Christopher Lloyd. Now back back to the back to the movie Back to the Future. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna skip over the second act because that that that's like the the entire movie
1: pretty much. Like well, it... the second the second act is fun from like like um it's just fun to see these two characters interact and you get to see like Marty kind of explore 1955 a hill valley right and it's 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 cool. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, and but... it, it's just it's it's cool to see like all Marty's attempts to get his dad to ask his mom out fail because his mom was so like in love with him it's so weird but it's so <laughs> funny it's like it's genuinely funny to watch this movie is hilarious yeah and M- marty
0: also may have accidentally invented the skateboard yeah
1: kn- no, I, no i didn't i didn't think about that you're right
0: yeah i i didn't know that either until i, I watched this movie with my parents and then my, my dad was like you know skateboards didn't exist back then i was like what how how hard is it to invent that It's it's just four wheels on a board yeah, but it was probably thought to be, like, too dangerous, right, in the 50s? Yeah, probably. I mean, bikes existed for, like, since, like, the 1600s.
1: Yeah, but bikes have handles, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. Like, y- there's something to, like, hold on to and keep you safe or keep you, like, up. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I
0: like, I'm going to be honest with, I, like, I don't know how to ride a bike, uh, but I do know how to ride a skateboard, which is really weird. Like you'd feel like you feel like you do one a, before the other, right? <laughs> that is that is really weird. You would think you would do one before the other, yeah? <laughs> I don't know how to rollerblade either, which you would think rollerblading would be very similar to skateboarding, but it's not.
1: <laughs> I am I'm afraid of uh, tripping and dying on those things. Me too, because like the stoppers are at the front, right? And you got to kick kind of to go forward. Like, what if you accidentally... You yeah. tripped and uh, trip to fall... I mean, that's why you need to wear a helmet. Always wear a helmet. <laughs> you know who doesn't wear a helmet? Marty. And Marty gets sent to the past. So don't be like Marty.
0: Yeah, don't be like Marty. Don't get in a random DeLorean you just found out about two seconds ago. Also, don't don't, uh, use a skateboard that's made out of fucking a piece of plywood and, and four uneven wheels... Also, don't, uh, don't drive into a giant truck of manure, because that also happens in this movie. <laughs> to Biff. Maybe just don't do a lot of things that Marty does. Don't do anything that happens in this movie. I mean, don't, like, don't... don't have sex with your mother. <laughs> don't, uh, don't wear red puffy jackets. Yeah, it's weird. Don't do that in the middle of summer. It's weird. You don't look cool. <laughs> and... Are you
1: saying Marty McFly is not cool? I mean, we—you just talked about how he's not cool.
0: Yeah, but I could say it.
1: Oh, Are you, oh, oh. It? you can
0: say it. could say this movie isn't even in your top ten.
1: It was pretty good, though.
0: It is pretty good. It's very good. It's in my top ten. It's in my
1: top five. It's in my top fifty. My top fifty isn't ranked. Too much. Too much. Yeah, but it's not ranked. Yeah. Too much. Fifty's too much. Maybe maybe it's my favorite movie ever made. You know? You
0: know. I do know that. I do know. I do know it's not. Maybe I changed my mind. <laughs> All right, actually, this is really, really funny scene before we get to uh, the ending, which might be the best ending from for any movie ever, and I mean that like uh, like th- that's a bold statement, but I mean it. Well, we're we're gonna talk about that in just a sec, but before that, there, there's a scene where Marty's driving because M- Marty ends up going to the prom with Lorraine, but there's this whole plan that they came up with. Uh, the plan will be executed wrong, but it will yeah, b- be executed. very,
1: very poorly. <laughs> very poorly.
0: But she, he ends up driving her to the prom, and we see we see her pull out a cigarette, and then Marty's like, "No, don't do that. This is dumb." And then she's like, "But I also drink too," and he's like, "No, don't drink either," because he's thinking of his mom in the future, right? And then yeah. that that butterfly effect that goes on. And then in the future, now she she doesn't drink or smoke in the future. And there's a little like another fucking thing that I didn't realize the first time watching this movie. You, this movie really gets better with rewatches. It Like you notice a lot of small things, especially oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, in the end. What happens next it's fucking like the 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 it's whole
1: the plan to get Biff to yeah assault his mother. <laughs> Yeah, and have and have his father save the day. Yeah, his his wimp his wimp dad who he teaches to fight, and by teach to the fight that he teaches him how to throw a really shitty punch. And
0: also, also but, before before Biff shows up, before Biff is supposed to show up and like, well, actually, no, 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 it was supposed to be uh, Marty was supposed to like they were supposed to start having sex, <laughs> and then uh, George would come up and punch Marty in the face, and that would be like, oh. My hero, you know, and then they would fall in love. Oh, yeah, the plan was for Marty to uh, to like to get punched, her. but uh, but Marty what ha- what punished. happened was Biff Biff showed up and started actually fucking assaulting her. That's something in the we can't show that on TV anymore. That's something you can't do anymore.
1: A, this this eventual Hollywood remake is going to be interesting. <laughs> Why do you keep alluding to a remake? <laughs> it's gonna happen. I'm genuinely surprised that this hasn't happened. For for context, like like they were asked like are they ever gonna make it back to the future four? And 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 they said no. They, they It was never gonna happen and they, they compared it to trying to sell your child that like I would never do that. Whoa. But you just you just know that the second those directors either die or retire or whatever. That movie's being remade. It's genuinely surprising that Back to the Future has not gotten a sequel to a remake up to this point. Will it be bad? Yes. But is it going to happen anyway? 100%. I, I give it 10 years.
0: For I sure. give it 10 years.
1: Within the next decade, we're getting a Back to the Future remake. And that's
0: sad because it's going to... Like the like Pat just said, it's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. There, there's no way they're going to, like, punch lightning again. Yeah, there's, there's no way they're going to capture... The absolute perfection that was in this movie, like and, and the, even when the original directors and writers were still alive, two and three didn't capture it. What what makes a what makes you think a reboot's gonna capture? it? A reboot's gonna be recasted, different people. Doc Brown's gonna be younger probably because they're gonna be like, oh, it's weird now, to be best friends with a fucking. Old
1: man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Marty's gonna be gonna be hip and cool,
0: and it's not gonna have anything to do with Marty's parents because that's also
1: super weird. Yeah, like like a remake of this movie would just not work. Man. There's too much, too much going against this movie that it's it's genuinely surprising it worked out as well as it did. But it you like do you like struck gold and it's never gonna happen again?
0: Man, you
1: know, the time the times have really changed, man. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I don't think. This movie could not come out for the first time today. No. This, this, this movie gets re-released in theaters all the time, because it's, it's that big a name, right? This movie kind of defined a generation, weirdly enough. But, like, this movie, as it is now, could not come out today for the first time. Audiences would not vibe with it. Definitely not. No. It's Audiences like... didn't vibe with the other two. They, would, they definitely wouldn't vibe with it today, like... I I, like, I don't even know, what what era would you, would you, I guess, they to make it like, haha, funny, they go back to 1985 and, and whatever the reboot is.
0: Oh my god, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna, they're gonna, it's gonna be some guy, some new character, and he's gonna go back to 1985, and he's gonna meet Marty McFly. <laughs> I feel
1: like Marty would be a cameo. I mean, like, they, like
0: they the can't. Movie. there's a 0% chance of getting Michael J. Fox back. Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, well, they he, would CG he does, him. He doesn't
1: would, act anymore. They would, they would CG a young Marty anyway. But I feel like uh, they would go back to 1985 for, like, some unrelated reason. And Marty would be, like, we would see Marty in, like, the diner the with his dad, like, yeah. at the beginning of the movie.
0: Yeah.
1: But, like, like the new character would walk in while that exchange is happening, where Marty's, like, confused looking at his father. And that would be it. And maybe we would see Marty, like, performing uh, Johnny be Good because... It's like the most famous scene in the movie.
0: Yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, maybe he's gonna go to the prom or something. Whatever. But speaking of that scene, that's coming up right now. Marty
1: goes. Uh... You know, I just, I you know, I realized I just said that I was. I said they were going back to 1985, but I was describing scenes that took place in 1955. Oh, f- 55. 1955. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if they were to go back to 85, they could just have like like Marty will be like on his way to school, like on the tracks in the background. That would be it, I guess.
0: That'd be a cool cameo, but anyways, that movie's gonna suck. They'll call it, can it happen. Mark. Back to the Future Two T O O coming come, in, come in, the, in a theater near you. Cool reference. Anyways, back back to the past. Don't fucking call it that. <laughs> Please don't call it back to the past. But that means they're going to the future in the movie. But like Back to Back to Future Two. Oh no. <laughs> We're we're gonna get into Back to the Future two next like next time we talk when when we do the episode of Back to the Future two because there's there's a there's a lot of stuff they got wrong <laughs> it's just really still funny waiting.
1: to pick at it. I'm still waiting for self tying shoes and and hoverboards. I'm still waiting. I'm waiting for the 3D shark to come eat me. <laughs> this could be arranged.
0: <laughs> this could have happened. sheeple, whatever. So now so that now in, instead the uh, Biff starts you know fucking up with the plan here and the this is where George has to actually confront Biff. I thought like look like, you know, it's not, it's really it's kind of out of character, but like he did train him. like the, G- Marty did train the whole movie for George to punch him in the face. Yeah, but he, did, he didn't. He didn't train to punch Biff and make him to punch Biff in the face. So when I thought that when George
1: would see Biff, he'd be like, "Oh fuck, I gotta get out of here," you know. And he kind of does. He is like he is scared, but he, he does find the courage to stand up to Biff, which is cool and all. But Biff goes down in one punch. Yeah. From like a scrawny little dude. And like he, I don't. Th- I don't think he would have been able to hurt Marty, let alone Biff.
0: And then, it, and then it's implied that he became, like, Biff became his bitch later on, because uh, in yeah. in the future, he is his bitch. Just like uh, how Biff, Biff
1: was at the beginning. That one punch turned Biff into his bitch for the rest of his life.
0: Which is, that that's that's the most unrealistic thing, even though having a bully for that long is already unrealistic in itself. We,
1: we, we never do see, like, what happens during that time, maybe other shit happened. Maybe that's something a reboot can do, ha ha ha. Maybe it follows Biff. (laughs) Maybe it follows Biff. They could just call it Biff. They could just call it Biff All they would hire me. Just Just just... call it Biff. (laughs) You know what, like, and then they call the sequel McFly. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) They make a spin-off
0: and call it, oh... I was about to say uh, a spin-off of Doc Brown, but
1: they would call it, uh, Brown. <laughs> it would just be called Doc Brown. Like, that's it.
0: Might call it Emmett. Doc-
1: call it Emmett. Doc. Dr. Brown. The full title.
0: Yeah, Dr. Brown. There you go. That's, that's,
1: now that's a sequel. Yeah, Hollywood and, hire and, us. And they cast Hugh Laurie to play <laughs> Doc Brown. Hugh Laurie?
0: <laughs> yeah. They could still do Christopher Lloyd. Not in ten years. Oh uh, yeah, not in ten years. Oh well, it's not happening anyways. But Hollywood hire us. Maybe, we, maybe if you hire us, we can make it good. We don't have any movie experience at all. I, I don't. I don't think so. So, uh, yeah, call us. Give us a call. Just ring us up. <laughs> the The band that's playing at the dance. Uh, what well, the guitarist like? Some like cuts his hand trying to get Marty out of the trunk because Biff locked him in the trunk. Uh, and that somehow cuts his hand like wide open. And
1: yeah, oh, like, now he like, can't play guitar anymore. What? <laughs> it's so bad to the point that he can't play guitar. It's kind of crazy. How do you get cut trying to open the trunk?
0: And they didn't even do anything, they just like they, the trunk was stuck and they just like pried it open. How do you get cut? on the hand, on the palm of your hand so badly that you can't play the guitar anymore. But, oh, thank God Marty has... Marty knows how to play the guitar. So he starts playing um, Earth yeah, Angel. Marty's like a,
1: a, a musician that his parents don't believe in in his time. So like, this is like uh, Marty's moment to prove to himself that he he's like, his dreams are worth it. Because that's like another thing that like we, we didn't bring up when we talked about the earlier parts of the movie is like, his parents are like just super like they're very real, not even realistic. They're, they're realistic to an extreme, where like you know, don't have dreams. You know, like like just be get, do do something feasible for the rest of your life and be comfortable instead of being happy. That's that's how they are. And Marty wants to be a musician, right? So that that's not gonna fly. Marty McFly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now, so now you could say that Marty, he's 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 about to save his parents. You could say he's a an earth angel. Huh? I had never said
1: that reference.
0: Yeah, because he plays a song called "Earth Angel," which is like such a good fucking song, and and like this scene that 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 the whole scene from when he starts playing Earth Angel to when he stops playing Earth Angel, that right there, that's that whole scene is this is a big one, the best scene in cinema history. Okay, it's really good. Quote me really on good. that.
1: Quote me on it. Um, I don't know if I agree with that statement, but it's
0: pretty good. <laughs> the Earth Angel scene in Back to the Future is the single greatest scene in cinema history. Okay, it it's it, everything gets tied up perfectly, and you see like a, like like, like some guy just it, like pushes George away. He's like, "Get off! It's my turn to dance with your girlfriend." Wow, the fifties sucked.
1: That probably yeah. doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I think assholes are assholes, right? Dude, assholes exist in every, but then, but every then the, era, right? I love you in every universe. Why <laughs> was well, I wasn't gonna say that? Okay,
0: <laughs> it's like I hate you in every universe. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, yeah, go fuck, <laughs> so, go so fuck that, yourself. George like pushes this guy away, and then then they kiss, and that's when they fall in love. Like like uh, what the like what Lorraine was talking about at the beginning of the movie. And all the all the, the, the everyone's okay. Just that that one kiss saved all all three kids somehow. Who I don't know. Who knows how love works? I didn't figure it out yet. Surely, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's, it's a cute, it's a it's a cute moment. I th- I think like obviously the movie's building up to that, but I think I think they they tie it up very very well. So well that they have time for a musical number before we have to deal with the Swedish mafia.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that, that's where uh, that's where Johnny Vega is, and that's where all the jokes come from. And we're gonna move on.
0: That's where the Family Guy joke. Here's a song by
1: a gay guy, and then they Rickroll everyone good family guy yeah. <laughs> we have to go we have to go back in time because doc brown is gonna get murdered by the swedish mafia <laughs> oh, but, but, which uh... by the way when we re the movie i completely forgot there was a plot point <laughs> <laughs> because it just it just comes back up like oh yeah right you're you're correct doc is dead <laughs> but, but but
0: before uh before that there's my favorite joke in the movie where uh like, cause at the end, like after he plays Johnny be good, he goes to the mic and he's like, well, I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> it's like a, good, it's a good joke. It's a, uh, he didn't laugh. <laughs> and there's also a, <laughs> uh, uh, there's also later where he's like, talks to his parents. He's like, "What when, when your
1: kid sets fire to the living room rug, go easy on him yeah i don't i don't know anything about movies i have never actually seen a movie or watched a tv show in my life really yeah so is it all that is that really surprising yeah i mean
0: then how do you how how do you know so much about back to the future spark notes so like at the beginning of before we record you just go in spark notes and no i prepared it in
1: advance i like write scripts you write scripts yeah okay
0: well you know good for you honestly I mean, I, I think that's more impressive than actually watching the movie.
1: got yeah, I gotta be, be pre- gotta be prepared for everything. See, Hollywood hire him. He writes his own scripts. <laughs> I have, I have a plan for every conversation.
0: Wow, <laughs> you're planning ahead there. Good. That's good. That that's good ethic right there. Good ethic. Anyways, back to the movie, Back to the Future. So now we're we're at the climax where you know they have to like go back to the future. And the whole setup they do is just insane because there's this lightning strike that hits a clock tower at exactly a specific time and they got to catch it to like make it like give, give the car enough power to, to go because there's no plutonium that's just easily found in 1955 as if there's plutonium that's easily found in any era. But it was easier in
1: the 80s. Yeah,
0: it was easier to get it from a Swedish mafia so
1: that plot point is so weird
0: so he ends up the the, it, the whole plan works somehow marty writes a letter to, to to doc brown about how he's gonna die and how it work, how it happens and just to prepare him for it so like so he he can save himself but doc he, he rips it up and uh that might come up later <laughs> that might come up later so the lightning hits the tower, and then bam, he goes back to the future. And that that lightning, it looks good. Like the the, the special effects in this movie are actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, this movie looks great.
0: My father actually, he was telling me because he's he, see, he saw it in theaters. This movie, he was able to watch it when it came out, and he and, and he was a teenager or something. And so he he was like he 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 was a nerd. He liked Star Wars. I was just like Marty. Yeah. And he's he's he said the seeing that in theaters was insane. Like it was crazy, he said, seeing that in theaters.
1: For the time, like like the VFX looked like amazing. I could definitely see like especially younger people, like teenagers being like super impressed with um with what this movie was putting out for the time.
0: Yeah, for sure. But now we're back in nineteen eighty five. We've let we said goodbye to nineteen fifty five, but now uh it's the part that everyone forgets in, in the movie—the part where they have to go fight the Swedish mafia.
1: <laughs> yep, and that's where the the note Marty left for Doc comes in.
0: Yeah, because the Swedish mafia thinks Doc is dead, but he was actually wearing a bulletproof
1: vest that he weren't he wore because he ripped up the letter, but he actually taped it back together because he was curious, and he he survives.
0: Yay! Yay! And now, and now Marty's life is uh way better now
1: (laughs) his life's good (laughs)
0: yeah his life is good now because now Biff is George's bitch now yeah his parents are happy and they're together his parents are happy and and sober yeah and rich and uh his siblings are like they have like really good jobs it's like like having sex with his his mom was the best thing that ever happened to his family
1: I hate that sentence I hate that (laughs) sentence But that's exactly what the movie portrays, right? <laughs> but I, I hate that statement so much. Uh, With that, the movie's over. Well, but not
0: before a, a cliffhanger ending. Roads, where we're going, we don't need roads.
1: And then the vehicle from GTA Online shows up. <laughs> the Deluxo. Yeah. <laughs> the one from GTA Online, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's sequel bait. If you want to hear what we think about that sequel, you're gonna to have to come back in a long couple time. <laughs> couple of months. Uh,
0: but yeah, that's that's Back to the Future. It's really I, I mean, really good movie. If you if you have an afternoon to spare, watch it. It's just it's just good. Like get background noise. It's it's amazing. It's like it's my favorite. To just sh- sit down and watch it. Just have fun. Every time you watch it, it gets better because you you have like different details that you're just now pointing out, you
1: know. Yeah, there's like generally like nothing I I think is bad. Like I just, I just like this movie a lot. It's fun. It's fun, and that's what's important. It's really really good.
0: I I gave it five out of five. I think it's one of the best movies I, ever made.
1: I also gave it a five out of five.
0: I mean, just the writing alone is. I mean, the, 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 if I don't know if this movie ever won any Oscars, but if it didn't win Best Writing, I'll be shocked. Let me look it up. What was the Best Picture in 1986? Out of Africa. What is that? I haven't seen any of these movies. The Color Purple. You seeing this?
1: <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Where are the Best Picture in Was Best Picture even a category here this week? Yeah, it is. No, journey. no, yeah, yeah. Out of Africa won Best Picture. It's of the Spider-Woman, Prizzy's Honor, and Witness. I don't know what any of these movies are.
0: Out of Africa also won Best Writing. Oh, Back to the Future was a nominee. All right, we just, we looked it up. Uh Not not only were we surprised that it didn't even get nominated for Best Picture, it Out of Africa won Best Picture in 1986, whatever that is. Uh, But Best Writing for Original Screenplay, which used to be named best writing for a screenplay written directly for the
1: screen That's, those are words
0: <laughs> yeah uh the the winner was a uh, witness but uh, back to the future was nominated and that is the only nominated. oh back to the future won best sound effects which is not which is not a uh category anymore <laughs> yep Now's best sound, just just sound, sound editing. That one, best sound effects, whatever that means. Uh, but yeah, th- there we go. Uh, but now before we, uh, before we move on to Backlogged, uh, we're gonna just mention something right now, uh, just real quick. Pat and I have decided to... to drop Hot Off
1: The Presses For Good. Yeah, I don't think it's something either of us really like spending time on. It's not super interesting content for you guys, I feel like if... If you care, you're probably already following the related Twitter accounts to get all this information on. So yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna stick talking about movies.
0: Yeah, we're just gonna stick stick to the movies, not the news. But we might also talk about some TV shows because we're gonna try something very a little different here. So there's a lot of shows that come out on Disney Plus, and we usually watch all of them. I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch The Bad Batch, but that's just, whatever. So right now, Miss Marvel is airing. Also, uh, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, but that's too far gone. We're already, at, we're, the last episode's coming out this week, so forget about that. You might get an episode dedicated to it, though. Stay tuned. Ooh, spoilers. This segment might get cut out because we're not sure, I'm not sure if I'm going to like it in the editing process. We're not sure if, uh, about this this segment to begin with. Uh doesn't have a name yet but we're just going to talk about the latest episode of the latest show that we want to talk about. Like wh- how this is going to work, uh, what what we how we think this is going to work is after we finish talking about the the featured movie for that episode, we'll just quickly go over a a small review of an episode of a show that is going on right now. Uh or we like we might just pick a show and then go episode by episode or something like that. We don't know how it's gonna work yet, but Miss Marvel is going on right now. Uh, Pat didn't watch the second episode yet, but I watched the first two. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about the first two episodes right now, just super quickly, like a ten minute thing.
1: I watched one. I watched episode one.
0: I watched episode one and two. One is definitely better than episode
1: two. Uh, I have I've heard nothing about two. I've I've kind of I want to say I stayed spoiler free because I. I don't, I haven't really been going out of my way either, like, I've I kind of just been really chill with this one. Um, I thought episode was was pretty good overall. Uh, it has a lot of charm, it has a lot of, like, visual, like, visual t- character. Like, it reminds me a lot of, uh, of uh, Spider-Verse, and how, like, the background pops, and then there's, like, things going on in the background, there's little animations everywhere. There's this scene that's kind of taken right out of Spider-Man PS4, where, like, uh, Kamala is having a conversation via text with her friend and like the texts are going on like billboards and, and signs. Yeah. In the background of the scene, I thought that was really cool. Um the first episode has a lot of charm in it and I think it's it, if the rest of the show can keep up that same level of charisma, I think the show is going to be pretty good in the end. Yeah, I thought the yeah, first episode was fine otherwise. Uh, I don't like Kamala's powers here. Um I don't really care for a lot of the characters personally, but I kind of got need to give them more time. There is an Italian. There's a spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I think like the first episode was like pretty, pretty good. It was pretty all right. I will probably watch the rest of the show, and I'll have more to say in the coming weeks, either here or just in with Lib or on social media and stuff. If you want to hear my thoughts,
0: yeah, and I, I, pre- I, I agree with everything Pat said for the first episode, uh, especially with the powers not being. I mean, like I get that the MCU takes liberties, but they straight up changed their powers. Like that's that's not she she's not cosmic in uh, in 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 either the shows or any of the other in the shows the 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 the, the comics and anything that she's portrayed in she's an inhuman
1: in the comics Yeah I, I heard episode 2 has something that kind of implies that like she's still an inhuman
0: I have watched episode 2 they didn't name drop inhuman but what they did say is that the powers are coming from within her, but the bracelet that she's wearing just like activated the powers. So like maybe she will get like the the stretchy powers later. Maybe well she does she does enlarge her hand in the first episode to catch the the boulder yeah, but that's she she does it
1: she does it with with the cosmic like, with the projection right. Yeah, like maybe later, like when when her powers manifest like from herself and not with like the wristband. Maybe she'll actually just have Mr. Fantastic's powers. Yeah, but then but then
0: she won't be able to fly. And I guess that's a big thing for the Marvels when that comes out. Because they, they're going to work together.
1: No, but like she can fly. Um, She can fly? I'm pretty sure she can fly naturally. Like, it's just part of... Like, her powers aren't Mr. Fantastic. It's just that they're very similar.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Her powers are, like... I don't know if, like, Stefano tried clearing it up. I don't know if he's right. But he. it's not that she's... Stretchy. It's more so that she could enlarge, yeah, a part of her body. Yeah, it's not that she's super stretchy like Mister Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, She just makes them bigger
1: and longer. She isn't like sh- she's not able to like wrap her wrap her like arms in like a corkscrew like around people and yeah. Hold them, like, she can like she can kind of... like
0: contort or like yeah, you know she she could just stretch and make stuff bigger. Yeah, can she shrink
1: herself too? No, 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 no. She can okay. just make them
0: bigger, bigger and longer, and uncut.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen two, so I'm gonna hold off on Lib talking about two because I want I, I do plan on seeing that.
0: Yeah, so like uh, like uh, just a spoiler-free review of episode two, because we're we're not really gonna go over episode two next episode. We're gonna go over in episode three. It's not as good, I don't think. I think uh, episode two is very boring. There's not a lot of superhero stuff going on. It's very much a. Uh, character building episode which is needed you
1: know it's needed yeah these are new characters that are being introduced to uh, in the mcu for the first time but also to general audiences for the first time so these characters kind of do need some some spotlight
0: Uh, but there were some jokes that were really really funny there's a joke about bon jovi in that episode that made me die of laughter like it's one of the funniest jokes in the mcu Like there's there's a part that where the the mom says, "Uh, if it weren't for slippery when wet, our, your father and I would not have met." And I thought I thought that was oh, the funniest it's joke. joke. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good
1: joke. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna the elephant in the room. I don't know, if, like I don't want to really get into it because I, one, I haven't seen the episode, and two, I'm not qualified to talk about it. But apparently, there is a like racial term dropped that that got a little, got some people riled up. I can't speak on it i haven't seen the episode but um that is a thing we are not blatantly ignoring it we're just i haven't seen it so i'm not talking about it <laughs> i
0: <laughs> I, I have seen it and i didn't hear it oh well um, I, guess, like... I guess i'll look it up on twitter later yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh well there you go that's our, that's our very short review of the first two episodes of of uh miss marvel maybe next episode what since past would have seen the second episode and Yeah, maybe I'll uh,
1: briefly go into two, and then we'll, we'll probably have seen three. Yeah. So we'll talk about three.
0: Yeah, so uh, let us know if you like this segment, because we're, we're, we're trying to find a way to implement TV shows, because they're really hard to make single episodes of, uh, like, the, we we tried it with WandaVision, and it uh, didn't go too well.
1: I, I like the WandaVision episode, but a problem I tend to have with recording TV shows is, is we'll, we'll start a TV show, and it'll be like, we watch one or two episodes, and be like, yeah, let's, let's do an episode on this, and... Um, but then we'll, the show will end, and we'll both be like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. and it also, like, it's really hard to, like, review the whole show, because, like, even in the division episode, we were jumping from, like, episode 1 to 5, and then back to 3, and then to 6, yeah. and, you know, it was all crazy. I'm really optimistic about Ms. Marvel, I think it's really cute, and uh, I, I hope I hope it's good, like, I really hope it
1: is. I hope it's good, just because I want to see more of this character and other stuff. Yeah, we know
0: we know the ending to this is uh, somehow going to lead into the Captain Marvel sequel. Like that, it's like that's like this is the build-up to that. So I'm I'm curious to see how that's going to show. Maybe Carol Danvers will show up in the last episode.
1: I also really want to see some um, Kamala Khan um, and Spider Man interaction because I think their stuff in the comics is really cute. There's your Spider-Man reference from Pat for today. Oh, there hasn't been one in a while. There's supposed to be one per episode. Pat, come on! <laughs> well, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure they come up every episode, but I haven't pointed it out
0: in a while. <laughs> uh, but now we're gonna move on to uh, the last part of today, backlogged the segment where we recommend each other movies to talk about, and uh, I'm gonna let Pat take it away because
1: well, he'll tell uh, you. Last time, uh, Libertino recommended me Zootopia. Um, a movie i'm surprised i had not seen up until now it's a movie like literally all my all my like people i speak to regularly including my friends and family and literally everybody online i talk to um, has seen it except me <laughs> uh finally saw zootopia i thought it was pretty uh, all right it's pretty good what uh what rating did you give it i think it had four i think four to five you gave uh, it four Nick- I'm gonna confirm, but yeah, I think I gave it like a four. You should keep the letterbox a open. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did give it a four. Okay, good. Of the three movies we watched that day, it was the best one. Oh my god, we did watch <laughs> three movies that day. I watched four, but yeah. <laughs> no, I think you watched three and I watched two, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you you came in at the end of that Jackie Chan movie.
0: Yeah, because yeah. he watched uh, the Spy Next Door, and then and then I came in at the very end, and then we watched R.I.P.D.
1: Uh, and then we watched Zootopia. Yeah. And then I watched. I think I watched One Piece: Strong World that same like by myself that same night, <laughs> or it might have been the, it might have been like the day after. I, I like I started it like before midnight, then I finished it after midnight. <laughs> so I count. I logged it as the next day. I don't remember. I feel like it was the same day.
0: Whenever I log something at midnight, even if I start the movie at midnight, I I log it as if I watched it the day before because I count it. As like, I... I usually
1: do too, but I might have logged this one like just like incorrectly because I was like I I logged it immediately after I finished the movie. And it was like 1 a.m. and I was tired. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, what'd you think? I thought movie was pretty good. Um I, I, I've heard a lot about it. Like it's it's hard not to know about what happens in this movie. But it actually delved into into the whole racism thing a lot more than I thought it was going to. Like for some reason I expected Disney to be like a little more subtle with it but the, the, they handle the topic pretty like like seriously and i think it, I think it's handled pretty well i like the characters a lot actually i like um judy judy hops and, and yeah
0: judy hops and Judy uh, Hopps
1: and um nick wilde yeah I, I like them a lot i like the the cast overall pretty well i don't like the twist villain here i think the twist is really stupid here this movie made me hate twist villains it was this one i'm not against twist villains usually i think i think if they can genuinely Take you by surprise. They're fun. This one kind of comes out of nowhere, though. Don't don't enjoy it. Um, this is also the second twist villain of this movie. Like, there's a twist villain where you think it's the mayor, but then it's actually the 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 head of police, and then it turns out he's being framed, and it's 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 the secretary, right? But it's the
0: prey, not the it's the meek prey, not the scary predator. You know.
1: And look I get the point that they're going for is that. Even like, like I get it, <laughs> but I just don't. I think it comes out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, the the message is you would think going into this movie that the racial message is is like very uh subtle but but near the end like especially in the third act they really go into it and it's 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 actually very good like it works great as as a message
1: i really like the way they trick the villain in the end i think that was really, really
0: yeah cool. it's like a pseudo heist movie a little bit there is a very very not subtle uh breaking bad reference in this movie Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's yeah, yeah. The names of the sheep are straight up, even uh, they're they're it's Jesse and Walter. <laughs> oh, but it's 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 Walter because they're sheep. Why? Or is it Walter? I can't remember which joke they and went I, for. It's it's
1: it's, it's Walter.
0: Can't remember which joke they went with. But uh, like, my favorite part of this movie is when like, uh, Judy's doing like a press conference. And then like Nick is listening to this and she's like, you know, racial profiling. And then uh, she goes back to, to Nick, who's a predator and she's prey because she's a rabbit and Nick is a fox. So he's predator. So like, he's like, oh, no, no, no. She was like, what? He was like, why are, you, why are you talking about predators? Like, they're so dangerous. What the hell? We've been working together this whole case. And, and she's like, well, but the, 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 you're not like them. That's the best line in the movie. He goes, so there's a them now it's like whoa that is powerful for a kids movie it's a it's a really good moment especially in a kids movie like there's also a really like like really like there's there's like a they're on the train there's a mother and her kid i think they're bunnies or something tiger walks up sit next to them he's just reading a book she just pulls her kid closer like oh, it's dangerous predator it's it's such a
1: it's it's such a strong message yeah I'm i'm surprised with how far they take it it's handled it's handled gracefully and, like, usually when usually when Disney tackles a
0: problem like this, they butcher it very badly, but Zootopia was great.
1: Yeah, I, I really, I, I kind of wish I got to see this in theaters, because it's animated, like, super, super well.
0: Yeah, the animation's really good. Like, the most harmless character in this in this movie is the the tiger at the front of the desk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and he has
1: this little moment where it's like, oh, they're probably be in the back, because they don't want a predator to be the first thing you see when you walk into the police station. It's so sad.
0: Uh, it's really it's a really good movie. The worst part is Shakira, though. <laughs> She's play, She plays a gazelle and has a terrible song. But that's just I me. didn't mind the song. try everything? Uh, 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 It's so annoying. <laughs> it's really-
1: I don't like it. Uh, yeah, it's your opinion. I don't really have a problem with it, personally. But I, I also don't remember it. So. I mean, I
0: like Shakira. I love Shakira. But uh, that song sucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I also gave it four stars.
0: So, yeah, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was a surprise that Pat hadn't seen it, so I'm glad you liked it. I really am, because it's, it's actually my favorite cop movie.
1: Yeah, I liked it. It was fun, but uh, to pay you back for showing me that fun movie. This is actually Wait, hold on. Before you say this, fun fact, this is only the second
0: time in the history of this show that I know what he's recommending me. The first time was the first episode.
1: <laughs> and I, I told him beforehand.
0: I guessed it. I guessed it, though.
1: Because, Lib, a couple of weeks ago, I told you that we were going to watch the X-Men movies. Yeah. And if you didn't watch X2 in a timely manner, I would recommend it to you. Because I really want to cover Logan on the podcast. Yeah. Well, we've already seen X2. We watched X2 together. And X2 was really good. But, uh, Lib, it's been like a month or two. Uh... It's time for you to watch X3. Pat,
0: I know what I'm recommending you next week.
1: Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I have yes. a week to watch this movie on my own, so you can't recommend it to me. Yeah, if you don't,
0: it's the recommendation. Yeah.
1: And if you do, it's going to be
0: Angry Birds 2.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I,
0: I, I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not as bad as the first one. I don't believe you. Liz We'll get into it when we watch it. And I say when we watch it. Because we will. Even if I don't recommend it to you. <laughs> it's going to get recommended to me eventually. Uh, but yeah. Alright. X3. Apparently the third worst one. Because <laughs> I, I, this is what I hear. I hear the worst one is Origins. And the second worst one is The Wolverine. And then this is the third worst one. That's what I hear.
1: I think this is worse than the Wolverine.
0: You think this is worse than the Wolverine?
1: I you mean you mean X Men Origins Wolverine, don't you?
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I I think people say X Men Origins Wolverine is the worst one. That yeah, I agree. And the, and then they say the Wolverine is the second worst, and this is and X three is the worst.
1: I think this is bit worse than the Wolverine. I, th- I think X Men Apocalypse is also worse than the Wolverine.
0: Oh, I'm thinking just uh, the original timeline.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I think this is worse than the like, like
0: Like, post-reboot, then, yeah, probably Apocalypse. And Dark Phoenix sucks, too. Yeah. They all suck. I just, think, I just thought of They all, all... Post-reboot, they all suck. No, Days of Future Past and the First Class
1: are good. The first oh, yeah, da-
0: good. Days of Future Past was post-reboot. Yep,
1: yep.
0: Oh, well, yeah, there you go. Well, I guess uh, next week we'll be talking about X3, and uh, Pat already knows that I'm recommending him, so he's dreading it. Uh,
1: yeah, well, I'm not dreading it. I'm dreading it because I've been putting it off for too long yeah
0: because it's a nine movie I, marathon yeah <laughs> but it is
1: a movie I want to watch I've, I've just been like procrastinating so
0: yeah well uh maybe us hear it's a game for you guys watching at home uh, watching listening to uh, at home or in your car or out on a walk because uh you know it is a podcast you know i i keep thinking i keep saying like watch and record and stuff like that as if it's a video yeah <laughs> I, mean, I think I remember, like, last episode, you accidentally said stream, and a couple episodes ago, I also accidentally said stream. We're on a lot of things. And you know where you could find all of those things? On our link tree, linktr.ee slash fresh off the real. You could find our socials and our letterbox accounts, and, pr- and from the fresh off the real socials, you can branch off to our personal socials, which then we'll probably have. Like streams and YouTubes and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, next episode, stay tuned. Don't miss it. Go ahead and follow us on Spotify and subscribe to us on YouTube because you don't want to miss it. Because next episode, we're talking about the newest addition to Pixar's lineup Lightyear. Cool name, guys. Couldn't think of anything better. Mansionfield is just called Buzz. <laughs> It would have been funnier if it was just called Buzz. B movie. <laughs> the movie is actually out already at the time of recording this. Uh and we're going to watch it this week. But the reviews are out. I'm not looking at them. I'm trying not to see them, but like I see like I just like come across them naturally. And a lot of
1: people are not liking it, is what I'm saying. I've heard it's I've heard it's alright. Someone I talked to who is generally really easy to please, and and two, just like is just a very hyper person in general. Um, gave it like a six to seven out of ten. So like that doesn't bode well for us, but yeah.
0: Well, I I I mean, like in the animation department, just from the trailers, it looks like Pixar has truly mastered
1: animation at this point. I'm I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm looking forward. To, I'm still looking forward to seeing it.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. But because the the review I'm seeing a lot of is that people are saying that chris evans voice ruined it is what i hear yeah that's that's what i hear i don't know if it's actually true or just people hating on chris evans or wanting tim allen back i think it's just that uh but hey well you'll figure out next episode when we talk about light year uh and thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen make sure to give us your recommendations at the top of the link tree click on that uh first button there and you could recommend us a film or a movie so that we could talk about it on the podcast we'll shout you out when the the recommendation comes up we actually have one uh coming very soon actually very soon and like within the next five episodes you'll have a new rec but with that being said we will see all of you in a theater near you good night everybody
1: Bye bye